Welcome to this week's edition of the St. Paul Podcast. I'm Peter Marty, Senior Pastor of St. Paul Lutheran Church, located in the heart of Davenport, Iowa. Right here each week, you can hear a message to inspire your walk with God and hear beautiful music to fill your life. Let this podcast be your occasion to contemplate some of the deepest things in life, just as I hope it helps faith come alive for you.
Hi, I'm Pastor Megan. Today we have the wonderful gift of settling into this psalm, Psalm 139. The psalms are such an ancient and a special way to pray and to connect to God, to share the ideas and thoughts that we have on our hearts with the Lord, and to remember God's presence in our lives. So as you settle in and listen to the words of Psalm 139, I invite today especially for you to pay attention to this rich language that the psalmist uses to describe God creating her. O Lord, you have searched me and known me. You know when I sit down and when I rise up. You discern my thoughts from far away. You search out my path and my lying down and are acquainted with all my ways. Even before a word is on my tongue, O Lord, you know it completely. You hem me in behind and before and lay your hand upon me. Such knowledge is too wonderful for me. It is so high that I cannot attain it. For it was you who formed my inward parts. You knit me together in my mother's womb. I praise you, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Wonderful are your works that I know very well. My frame was not hidden from you when I was being made in secret, intricately woven in the depths of the earth. Your eyes beheld my unformed substance. In your book was written all the days that were formed for me, when none of them as yet existed. How weighty to me are your thoughts, O God! How vast is the sum of them! I try to count them. They are more than the sand. I come to the end. I am still with you. And so now let's take a few minutes to reflect on this together. Those of you who have come to know me over this last year might recall that I am an avid fan of movies, especially family movies. Not because they're lighthearted and fun. Actually, I find many family films to be very thought-provoking and sometimes even profound. In fact, one of the most brilliant films of this century, in my opinion, is the Pixar animation Inside Out. Inside Out tells the story of the inner and outer life of a girl named Riley. I say inner life because Riley's emotions are personified as these adorable characters in her brain. Characters like joy and sadness and fear. These characters and the psychological dynamics that they represent have earned Inside Out many accolades. But the part of the movie that I find most insightful is what Inside Out presents as Riley's core memories. Core memories represent significant past events in Riley's life that shape her current sense of identity and her personality. Like her memories of playing pond hockey as a little girl with her neighbors, how that helped her develop this sense of loyalty and a sense of sportsmanship. Or there's a memory she has when she was a real young toddler when she broke a plate and how she learned the importance of forgiveness and honesty. 
It's really an interesting exercise to try to identify our core memories. When we can pause and consider what are those moments that have truly stuck with me? Some of those memories may be from childhood, the interactions that we've had with parents or siblings growing up. Or maybe you had a special teacher who helped you discover a talent that you never knew you possessed. Or perhaps you befriended someone who lived a completely different lifestyle from yours, someone from another culture or who had a home life that was different from your own. Not all of our core memories are from childhood, though. They can be recent memories or moments that changed how you see yourself. For example, I can think of numerous folks, even in this congregation alone, who, as they were growing up, never saw themselves as athletes. But at some point as adults, they took up running as a hobby. And now not only do they call themselves runners, but they've discovered some kind of inner strength and determination that they never fully realized before. Our core memories, those foundations of our identities, are unique to each of us. But there is one core part of our identities that we share. And that is that each of us was made special by God. We don't have a living memory of our creation, of course, but at some point, someone in our lives told us that God made us and loves us deeply. This part of our identities, or our core memory, if you will, is recorded in today's Psalm, Psalm 139. The psalmist prays to God, for it was you who formed my inward parts. You knit me together in my mother's womb. I praise you, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Fearfully is not a word that we use much today in the English language, but it appears several times over in biblical Hebrew. And it means to honor and cherish with one's whole heart. The command to fear the Lord is all over the Old Testament, but the psalmist presents this idea almost in reverse by declaring, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Meaning that it was God who first and foremost honors and treasures you. The psalmist invites you to imagine God knitting you together in your mother's womb. It's not like you were part of some massive assembly line, a mere duplicate produced in the same mold in a factory. No, God intricately wove you. You are a one-of-a-kind masterpiece of our Creator. And wonderful are God's works, every being remarkable in their own way. Of course, not everything that happens to us is wonderful, right? I imagine that life feels anything but wonderful right now for the hundreds of folks in the Quad Cities who had to find shelter in the storm last night because they had nowhere to call home. The author of the psalm knew that kind of fear too, that fear as in terror for one's safety or well-being. But the psalmist keeps rooting herself in this belief that the Creator cares immensely for her, watching over her every breath and thought. 
So I invite you to think about Psalm 139 today from that deeply personal place and ask what difference would it make if you and I believe that we are fearfully and wonderfully made? Or to use the imagery of inside out, if one of our core memories is this faith that we are precious in God's sight, how might that change the way that we get up and go about the rest of our day? For one thing, I imagine that if we saw our worthiness through God's eyes, we might spend less time hustling for the approval of others. No more keeping up with the Joneses or comparing ourselves needlessly to one another. Believing in God's love for us frees us to live fully and boldly as our unique selves. And it's from that place of freedom and self-assurance where I believe we do some of our best ministry as a Christian people. Because to be overcome by God's love for you is to be so filled with gratitude and peace that that very same love just comes pouring out. We see this over and over again in Jesus' ministry with the folks that he encountered, the sick that he made well, and the outcasts that he brought into community. They dedicated their lives to following Christ and showing others the wonders of God. A stranger could take one look at those folks and know immediately that they had been touched by Christ and filled with the love of God because they simply emoted their faith. Faith shone through them. It makes me wonder if a stranger could say the same thing about us. Because our world could certainly use more people like that. People who believe in their worthiness and their belovedness on such a deep level that they cannot help but show that same respect and care towards others. I'm thinking of folks like the farmers around the country right now who have started to donate their vegetables and fruits to folks who can't afford fresh crops in this food scarcity we're facing. Or I'm also thinking of teachers of every grade level this year who are so secure in their own self-worth that they are determined to help every single one of their students believe in themselves too. To be fearfully and wonderfully made isn't just a core part of our identities. It's also a core part of our calling, the way that God empowers us to live together and to serve one another. That is both the gift and the challenge that scripture offers us today. So may we live boldly and graciously, inside and out, trusting in God's care for us. Amen. Take me out.
Let's pray those words that Jesus taught us to pray. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done, on earth as in heaven. Give us today our daily bread, and forgive us our sins, as we forgive those who sin against us. Save us from the time of trial, and deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours, now and forever. Amen. Dear friends, take these promises from Psalm 139 to heart today, that you were fearfully and wonderfully made. Let the self-assurance and confidence that brings settle your spirit. Let God's love for you fill you to the point of overflowing so that you might be a beacon of God's light in this world. And the blessing of our God, our Creator, be upon you and remain with you always. Amen. I hope you've enjoyed this podcast, and thanks for your support of the Ministries of St. Paul Lutheran Church. Our commitment to projects that lend hope to other people stretches across the country and around the world. We hope that in a good way you feel a part of that reach. Tune in next Thursday for another edition of the St. Paul Podcast.